Are there days when you feel frustrated because you're not seeing progress, but yet you continue to do the same things over and over expecting a different result? Are there days you feel defeated, lost, or hopeless and feel like giving up? Well, you're in the right place, my friend, and I can help. This is the Road to Health podcast, and my name's Tamar, your host for this adventure. Join me on my perfectly imperfect journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the coaches I work with and make my goals and dreams a reality. I don't always manage to resist the temptations that life throws at me, but by working on developing the way I think and how I take action, I've learned to build a firm belief in my own ability to change. No one needs to take this journey alone, so if you want to be empowered to live up to your true potential and meet the challenge of change, join me on The Road to Health. Hey everyone, Tamar here from The Road to Health Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am very excited this morning, like I am many, many mornings, um, because it's just the reality of my life today, right? Once you discover that purpose and that passion in your life, you tend to wake up a little bit more excited every day, and it's a really good feeling. But what I'm really excited about is the you know, transition that the road to health is going to be taking on February 15th when it becomes the road beyond recovery. And the reason I'm really excited for this is although the last year has been phenomenal, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the support that you as my listeners have been giving me. It really has kind of fueled my passion and my purpose even more so. But even though this last year in really discovering what I need to do in terms of my health journey, it's been great. It's been fun. My passion has started to switch a little bit into the my passion to help empower people who have recovered from things like drug and alcohol addiction, food addiction, codependency. There is so many things that we can get addicted to as humans, right? Often humans in general can get addicted to anything that gives them pleasure. And so there usually comes a time in our lives where that just beats us down, right? It makes us feel guilty, remorseful, hopeless, depressed, And so we embark in this journey to change it. And that really is what recovery is. I see way too many people, though, they get fired up when they get into the world of recovery, right? They start to work on these addictions that they have and they get complacent. You know, I did the exact same thing. When I discovered a new life in sobriety, there was so many things that I had to work on, right? And But one of the things that always kind of bothered me was I felt as though I had this purpose in life, but I didn't know what that was. I didn't know how to discover it. And so I kind of just carried on and, you know, I I never really did that self-analysis or discovery into what that might be because... In all honesty, I thought that my past was always going to affect my future, right? I thought that because I didn't have much formal education, I didn't have a bachelor's in anything or a master's in anything, that I wouldn't be able to amount to much and I was never going to be an entrepreneur, but I kind of felt like I should be. And so over the years of complacency, right, I finally hit a point where I knew that I needed to work on my growth mindset, right? So Instead of always working on my health and all that kind of stuff, I decided that I needed to kind of look outside myself a little bit more and discover what it is that I was truly passionate about. And so, you know, when I started the podcast, The Road to Health, 
it felt so freeing to be able to be vulnerable with you guys and to share my journey into getting healthy and also sharing the rough times, you know, because this journey is not perfect. I stated that from the very beginning, but it was something that I learned, right? I w- I'm slowly learning to have that better relationship with food. Well, as this journey progressed, of course, COVID hit, um, I stopped traveling for a living. And so I was using a lot of those strategies at home, which worked out really great for me. But it's when I also started to develop my love to learn how to become an entrepreneur. And what was happening is because I had so many great coaches around me that not only could help me on my health journey, but also in my entrepreneurial journey, is I started asking questions, right? What do I need? What do I need to do? And so I started to learn. Like a lot of times I would sit and just look at YouTube videos on how I could do specific things like create social media content, start Facebook groups, all that kind of stuff, start a podcast. And people started coming to me to ask me how I did it, right? Because a lot of coaches out there teach you, you know, what you need to do. But um, a lot of people that I knew kind of needed to know the basics, right? And so I started doing a little bit of that. I took my life coaching certification and because I really wanted to help people learn how to set goals properly. And in that, I actually found an even bigger opportunity and that was to become a performance consultant and to really help people take what they already knew because there are no quick fixes, there's no instant solution for something, but help people take what they already knew, right, and get better at it. Help them form their purpose in life, help bring out that creativity, that imagination. And so I've been doing that for a while now and I love it. You know, it fires me up and I see how many people in that recovery state, how many people get complacent, right? And we've lost a lot of people to addiction when COVID started because it's very difficult. I mean, most of us are having a hard time as it is, even with a strong mindset, but it's very difficult for someone that sees no other way out, right? And that usually unfortunately leads to death and when it comes to drug and alcohol addiction. So this is why I'm fueled up even further. This is why I want to start the road beyond recovery because I really truly believe that we are capable of so much more than we think. And I really want to help people ignite that spark, right? Live in their authentic selves and live up to their true potential. So that is what the road beyond recovery is really going to be about. So make sure you stay tuned. You're not going to have to go anywhere else. You're not going to have to subscribe, but I am going to give you some great guests. I've already got some lined up. And if you're thinking that you might want to kind of explore or dip your toe into this entrepreneurial world, you're not going to want to miss out because I'm going to have, you know, guests that will be able to share how to create Facebook ads, how to increase your listenership on podcasts, all that kind of cool stuff. And of course, I will be releasing workshops and, you know, in areas that I have learned myself and that I can teach you guys now. So I'm really excited for this second part of my journey that's happening in February. And I'm looking forward to you guys joining me in this next this next phase of my life. So all that being said, today I really wanted to talk about, you know, what it took for me to start loving myself. I talk to a lot of people that seek love outside of themselves, right? And I was huge with this up until a couple of years ago, to be honest. 
And, you know, I would, it started with my dad, right? My parents were fantastic. They were great. They loved me. They showed me affection. Um, But I was always trying to do better, right? I was always trying to prove that I was worthy, that I was the best. I wanted that gold star. And when I didn't get it, I, you know, got desperate. I started people pleasing, right? That's where that people pleasing really started. Of course, in my later teens, I turned to drugs and alcohol because that allowed me to mask my emotions, right? To numb those feelings. And so because I had always felt this strong desire to be loved or to be liked by other people, and that was what gave me that worthiness, drugs and alcohol really masked that feeling, right? So I thought I had had it licked. I thought I was okay. But of course, as my addiction progressed, my life started to get worse and I got more desperate. I turned to food, right? I think a lot of us can relate to, you know, grabbing something when we're tired or when we're emotional and just stuffing our faces because we want that instant gratification and it fills something in us that we're missing. And then, of course, what happens the next day, just like with a hangover, you feel guilt, you feel remorse, you feel like you're not worthy, right? Like you're a failure. And this starts to solidify that negative self-talk that we, a lot of us battle with, right? And that holds us back in life that tells us we're not good enough. We're never going to be successful, right? Sound familiar? Um, Yeah, I've experienced it so many times. And it's something that because it's been so ingrained in me, I still have to work on it, right? By creating these new habits. Relationships is another area that I always sought for that outside validation. I figured that if I was in a relationship and I was with somebody on the outside, people would think that I was important, right? That I was loved. And now I know that is completely not true today. It was just the way that I felt because I was so desperate to find that love outside of myself, not realizing that I actually had to learn how to love myself, right? But I got into very toxic relationships, very codependent relationships. I always thought that I could change people, right? I had this false expectation that if I was with someone that was struggling, A, that would take away from my own shit, right? I didn't have to look at what I was doing. And B, that I could make them whole, which in turn would make me feel important. Well, that never happened, right? In fact, it created this massive conflict inside of me because as an addict or an alcoholic, we often, we do things to the people we love that, of course, we later on regret. So we get into that guilt and remorse and we apologize and we tell people what they want to hear. And it's what we truly mean. But as soon as you know, we're using again, that all goes out the window and it gives this false perception like, wow, they must really hate me, right? So internally, I was dealing with the struggle that, you know, one minute the relationship was good for me, it was healthy for me, and the next minute they must have hated me so much that they could do something like this to me, right? But again, it's because I didn't love myself. So I wanted, you know, that relationship to show that I was worthy, And of course, I did this again when I got married. You know, I have a lot of respect for my ex-husband. You know, we ended things amicably. But, you know, I thought that's what society wanted me to do, right? That's what we do. We get married. We have children. I didn't have children. But, you know, we buy the car. We buy the home. And then we're going to be okay, right? Everything is going to just fall into place. Well, it didn't. In fact, it unraveled even further in my life because those things didn't, you know, quench that 
thirst I had to be loved at all, right? Um, same thing would happen. You know, I would buy things. I would go into extreme debt. I remember hanging out with a bunch of friends one weekend and barely having enough, you know, room on my credit card to be able to buy food. But for some reason, we thought it was a good idea to get a trip to Las Vegas, right? So it was always seeking everything from outside of myself to make myself feel better. And it was only for a brief second that I felt really good. And then all of a sudden I would revert right back into that regret and that remorse. I was always living beyond my means. Now, I don't know if you can relate so far, but I know a lot of people that I talk to, this is one of the conversations we have, right? Desperately wanting to be in that relationship so they can feel loved, Um, you know, buying material things, shopping so much. I know a lot of people who are shopping addicts because they feel like that's going to fill that void. But, you know, there are no quick fixes. This is something that I've had to come to terms with in my life with everything, you know, especially when it comes to weight loss. I have people reach out that'll be like, you know, what have you done to get to where you are? And I said, it takes work, right? It takes developing that growth mindset. It takes changing your habits, right? Learning how to have a a better relationship with food and that there is not a thing that's going to help, right? And oftentimes when we turn to those quick fixes, right? Something that's going to give us immediate results. Guess what? We haven't actually worked on what's going to keep us consistent. And once we've hit our goal, we tend to regress and often go back further than when we started. And guess what? We start to feel guilty. We start to feel remorseful. We start to resent what we did because it's never our fault, right? That we didn't do things the right way. It's always the program's fault. It's always somebody's fault. So The same comes to learning to love yourself, right? This is a process that's ongoing. And here are some of the ways that I myself use to kind of make this transition to learn to love myself. So first, one of the things that I had to let go of was stop looking for the quick fixes, right? The quick results without having to do the work. Because what happened is, you know, I would find the next greatest thing that was going to change it all and I would start and although I found success very quickly, I oftentimes found myself right back where I started, if not further back. And guess what that does to ourselves? We start to look at ourselves as failures, right? We start to confirm that we are useless, that we can't do things, right? So... What that's doing is it's just solidifying these negative self-talk, these limiting beliefs that we need to get rid of. And the way we do that is by making progress each and every day, right? Taking one step forward in the right direction. So stop looking for the quick fixes. Um, The other thing was that when I first got sober, and I'm not a religious person, I'm very spiritual, is that I needed to start finding faith, right? I, you know, knew that if I found a connection to a higher power, right, something outside of myself, then I would slowly have this belief that things were going to work out, right? Because I was always so scared of things not working out. You know, when I started dating somebody, I knew, oh, you know what, eventually I'm going to get hurt because this is always what's happened to me, right? And I had to start through prayer and meditation developing that faith that no matter what happened in my life, 
things were going to be okay. So next was taking responsibility for the life I had created, right? I had brought so much resentment into my recovery with me that that is something I had to get rid of because when you live in the past, it's really hard to develop that vision that pulls you forward. So you need to get rid of those resentments. You have to own the life you created. You have to realize that a lot of the things that we do in life are our fault, right? I had that very toxic relationship that ended up in assault. And for the first few years of my, you know, um, recovery, part of me still wanted to blame him for this, right? And say that this was his fault. But guess what? It wasn't because I stayed in that relationship for four years. And had I left a little bit sooner, that probably would have ended a lot differently. But I didn't. So I needed to take responsibility for that, right? My part in things. So it's really doing that self-analysis into your past, what's still, what you're still resentful for, what still holds you back. You want to create new habits, right? I was really good at eating when I was tired or stressed out, spending hours watching Netflix. I still love Netflix, but I just kind of limit how much I want, right? Um, I wasn't, you know, I would um, enter into times where I was very complacent around my exercise, my activity, the things that I knew would make me feel good. And so what I had to do was start replacing all those bad habits that I had with positive ones. And I started off by just writing out a list of all the habits that I wanted to change, right? It might not even be a bad habit. Maybe it's just something that you want to adjust. And so, for example, when it came to watching too much TV, I changed that into reading. So all of a sudden that became something that was educational, right? I love reading self-help books. I love reading inspirational books. And so I made a point of, you know, getting at least 30 minutes of reading in every single day. I also started to be around people who motivated me, people who picked me up, right? Because when you surround yourself with people who have what you want, not only do you get to learn how to get it, but it also picks you up, right? It keeps you out of that negativity because I don't really watch the news anymore just because of the simple fact that I can get sucked into that negativity. I mean, the media does this to get us in, right? And a lot of people right now especially are so sucked into the media. So, you know, start to do things that make you happy. Hang out with people who lift you up instead of tearing you down. Um, Another thing that really helped me, and I know not all of us can do this kind of thing, but learning to be on my own came from traveling for business, right? I hated being, and I know hate is such a strong word and I don't like using that word, but I would get anxiety, right? I would feel depressed. I would be in tears sometimes when I was on the road by myself years ago. And so knowing now that I was going to go into a career where I traveled a lot more, I had to learn to overcome that fear. And so the new habits that I had created, right, reading, not watching as much Netflix, I started my podcast, you know, my business, all that kind of stuff. I started to figure out a new routine that I, when I was on the road that I could do that would fill my cup, right? And I didn't rely on somebody else to do that. So I no longer was in that position that I had to hear from my spouse in order to feel important on the road, I would actually set boundaries, right? I would say, okay, I'm available from this time to this time or else I'm reading. 
right? So setting boundaries, learning to say no as well, really helped me out big time. So here's another one for you. Working on your expectations of others, right? These used to kill me. These created more resentment and arguments than anything else, right? But when you have these expectations of others and those expectations are not met, oftentimes we get into that negative headspace, right? Because things aren't going the way that we want them to. And, you know, how many times have you expected something of a friend or a spouse and they didn't come through and all of a sudden that negative self-talk starts to happen again, right? It's like, why didn't they do what I wanted to, you know? So I always tell people, especially my clients, that if they start to experience that resentment or that blame, what is it that they're expecting of someone else, right? Because we only have control over ourselves and what we do. We don't have control over those around us. So it's great when we expect something of someone and they do it for us, right? We feel great, but what happens when we don't? So it's really important to work on your expectations, right? And kind of getting rid of those expectations other than when it comes to your own. So the last one is discovering your purpose and passion. Like I've talked about within this episode is that when you discover your purpose and passion in life, you start to really love what you're doing, right? You get excited to get up in the morning. You get excited to, you know, for me, it's creating content. It's recording a podcast episode. It's doing an interview. It's working on my business. It's, you know, having an appointment with a client. All these things get me fired up and that stuff starts to fill my cup, right? One of those things is being other people centered, right? When you're focused on helping other people, not only does it help you, but it also has this ripple effect on those around you. So when you're doing things not only for yourself, but for the benefit of others, we tend to show up differently in our relationships. You know, we show up better. Now, if you're struggling finding your purpose and passion, because like I said, I believe that that is one of the top areas that we can all work on. Um, because when we find what we love, so many great things happen. You can head on over to my website, www.theroadforward.ca, and I have a Discover Your Ikigai uh, workshop in there. Um, I do challenges monthly, so you can also join the Facebook group and get in on one of the monthly challenges where we do lives. I give you more resources, but if you want to do it online, I also have a workshop. So head on over to my website and discover your purpose and passion today. But guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Learning to love myself has been really, you know, instrumental in my own personal development. And I know that if you work on, you know, what really matters to you and what you're excited about in life, you can make some incredible changes. So until next time, be safe out there that wraps up another episode of the road to health podcast where my mission is to empower you to live up to your true potential because you're capable of so much more than you think i know from experience it can be hard to make healthy lifestyle changes that actually stick i work with people to help them create a vision define their goals and identify the roadblocks that stop them from achieving them if you'd like to learn more about my individual and group coaching visit my website at www.theroadforward.ca. And when you're there, make sure you sign up for one of my free live workshops so you can start your journey today.